Thank you for downloading this New Zealand Sports Radio show. We have a new way that you can support us. There is a link in the notes down below where you can make a one-off donation to New Zealand Sports Radio. Thank you for support and uh, enjoy the show. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello and welcome to the Morning Sports Briefing here on Friday the 29th of May. That's right, we come to you at 7am every single morning on Sports Radio, giving me the best way to start the day up to date with all the important sports news. Um, and in news today, um, Ailey um, struggling to come um, come back uh, in its in rugby. Uh, we hear why Brody Retallick will not be playing in the Super Rugby XRR. Um, America's Cup teams push um, for uh, their uh, to to get back into New Zealand. Uh, and we'll have that update from that first NRL game of the season. Um, but let's start with that football news. And over in A-League, um, the restart could be stopped by Fox demanding uh, changes to the rights fees. Um, the players, the clubs um, and uh, the uh, organisation are all ready to go. But it's all down to um, Fox Sport. Um, agreeing the broad, how to broadcast the final rounds of the season. Um, Fox have said that they want, or, or well, reports say, sorry, rather than Fox has said, reports say um, that Fox is insisting um, on a on a slashing the rights for the next three years or the remainder of the contract from between 50 and 70%, um, which is a massive cut to the 57.6 million a year rights deal. Um, the uh, uh, Fox see this as being a uh, far too uh, well a too, too big uh, cost, considering the circumstances and the poor ratings that the A League has generated in recent seasons. Um, and uh, with Fox, remember they were late paying their last payment to the um, they withheld the last payment um, well after when it was due um, to the A League, uh, and you can see that. Um, they were concerned that Fox would do this, and it looks, yeah, looks like Fox have decided to use the situation uh, as a bargaining chip. Over in New Zealand football, um, and uh, New Zealand football has announced significant losses, um, and uh, this was for last year, not for this year. So uh, they had a record uh, 
lost since 2000 um, of $764,000 for 2019. Um, They announced that uh, yesterday. Um, They still have reserves of 6.1 million heading into this year. Um, So look, they're not in, they are in a stable situation, but um, clearly not not great. it was an improvement on the budgeted loss of 942,000. So it's finished off better than it needed to, than expected. Um, and they're expect and they're budgeted for 1.15 million um, lost for 2020. Clearly, um, at the moment, that is um, that needs to be uh, sorted. Well, at the moment, they're unsure as to how big that will be. Um, it's too easy to tell the full ramifications of COVID 19. Um, but clearly, um, New Zealand football's finances are not going to be great this year. But with that reserve of 6.1 million, you've got to say uh, that at least they have um, the rainy day fund that they need um, to get them through this. They just need to sort out their ongoing costs. That brings you up to date with the football news. I'm going to hand you over to Stephen, who will take us through our birthdays for today. Good morning, Paul, and uh, good, min- good morning, everybody. Yeah tuning in this morning in birthdays a new zealand kiwi international number nine a well-traveled rugby league professional and finally a two-time nbl australian winner and that's where we start this morning ty webster born this day may the 29th 1995 is a new zealand professional basketball player who plays for Galatasaray in the Turkish Basketball Super League BSL and the Euro Cup. He played college basketball for Nebraska Cornhuskers. Webster, who celebrates his 25th birthday today, has previously played professionally in both the Australian National League Basketball and the New Zealand National Basketball League, winning the championships in 2012 with the Auckland Pirates and 2013 with the New Zealand Breakers. Motitonu, born this day, the 29th of May 1981, is a former New Zealand rugby League international footballer who played as fullback in the 2000s and 2010s. Motu, who turns 39 today, previously played in the NRL for the New Zealand Warriors and the Brisbane Broncos before playing in the Super League for Castlefoot Tigers, Hull FC, whom he won the 2005 Challenge Cup and Wakefield Trinity Wildcats in the RFL Championship for Whitehaven. And finally, Isaac Luke, born this day, the 29th of May, 1987, is a New Zealand professional rugby league footballer who plays as a hooker for the St. George Illawalla Dragons in the NRL and New Zealand at international level. He previously played for the South Sydney Rabbitohs in the National Rugby League. He was part of the Rabbitohs squad that won the 2014 NRL Premiership. However, despite being named as a starting hooker, was ruled out of the final due to suspension. Luke, who turns 33 today, was a member of the World Cup winning team New Zealand that beat Australia in the final in 2008. Remember that game? It was fantastic. And uh, that's birthdays for this morning, Paul. Thank you very much, Stephen. Moving on to rugby news. Uh, and with new government guidelines um, around uh, the 100 person limit, um, saying that in large venues, uh, they could you could have multiple hundred people as long as they are separated and, and cannot mix. Um, clearly, the in Super Rugby, uh, the stadiums are looking at that and seeing how they could potentially uh, bring in uh, groups of 100 people um, into the stadium uh, and keep them segregated in the stadium. Uh, now, clearly. Uh, 
um, and uh, the Eden Park one, I said he could he, he could have um, is it uh, ten groups of five five hundred people um, into the state, or multiple groups of five hundred people into the stadium. Um, but of course, that doesn't take into yeah ten ten box five hundred using specific gates. That doesn't take into account how people travel to the games, obviously via public transport. Uh, so. There have to be some thoughts around that side of things as well on the social distancing. But, uh, yeah, it does look like the possibility of having fans at the games uh, will be there, even if it is just in small numbers. Initially, it was thought that it would just be sponsors um, up to 100 people. But now if you can have multiple 100 people, then you're looking at people who own boxes, for example, at Eden Park, because those entrances come from uh, a different entrance than the public um, gallery, as well as perhaps some of the uh, um, Auckland Rugby Blues and Eden Park members getting seats as well. So, uh, and they're hoping that by the end of the ten-week competition, they'll be able to have full stadiums. So, things looking up as far as fans in stadiums goes. Um, Brody Retake has explained why he's not turning out for the Chiefs, uh, and the reason for that is that uh, um, he took a two-year. Um, sabbatical to get playing in Japan because he wanted elongated breaks between his rugby to let his body fix up and so this is clearly a good opportunity for that now is this, this break for his body to heal up and to really um, get his body right so, he's, so he can continue through the 2023 Rugby World Cup. He did laugh a bit at Warren Gatlin's suggestion that he was down in Hawke's Bay on a farm. He says yes he is down in Hawke's Bay um, but his property is only got 1,500 metres square metres of, uh, of land. It's hardly um, a farm uh, down there. You're moving down to the Highlanders uh, and Aaron Mogut um, knows that he has to have a good season because the, his contract is coming up for renewal um, at the end of the season. Uh, and so, so if you see a lot more publicity out of that, and that's probably why um, the sniffing around down in the Highlanders. Um, don't forget, you can listen to the morning sports briefing and to all of the shows on New Zealand Sports Radio via a podcast um, when you're traveling around or doing the housework. So just search for New Zealand Sports Radio on iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite or your favorite podcatcher. Oh dear, stumbling over my words this morning. I'm gonna hand you now back to Stephen who'll take us through our NRL update. <laughs> Thanks, Paul. Well, the NRL has pretty much hit the ground uh, running in the opener last night. And this guy is going to, I'm actually giving up from tipping teams because I tipped the uh, Broncos by 12 and over. And that just did not happen because it was the Parramatta Eels who continued as though the season had not even been suspended in the uh, NRL after proving too electric for the Brisbane Broncos at Suncorp Stadium last night. The visitors added to their two early season wins by making it three in a row, not missing a beat on the way to the impressive win. The forwards led by Regan Campbell-Gillard, Jr., Paolo, Ryan Matheson and Sean Lane played tough and with skill. Clint Gutherson, Dylan Brown and Mitchell Moses created plenty while Eels hooker Reed Mahoney had an outstanding game with his passing, kicking and defensive work of the highest standard. Broncos skipper Alex Glenn did not return in the second half after he suffered a nasty gash to his leg on the cusp 
of halftime and was taken to hospital for stitches. He'll require surgery this week, so not a good start for the uh, Broncos men. Just looking at uh, the new six again rule for ruck infringements uh, worked the treat for the Eels early with sole on-field referee Jared Sutton awarding the away side back-to-back -back sets and uh, a rampaging uh, Marata Neil Kore made the most of the momentum to bullock his way over from close range and give Parramatta a 6-0 lead after only three minutes and that set the tone for the rest of the match. The Eels led... 12-6 at halftime and went on to win the game by 34 points to 6. Probably a, a result we never saw coming, but Parramatta all in the same, just too far too strong at the end of the day, scoring how many tries in total? Looks like uh, about one, two, three, four, five, six tries in, in total. Moses added five goals, Brisbane's point coming from a uh, Croft, Croft try in the uh, first half and, and a Izako goal. And uh, there you go. Remembering that game wasn't played in front of a crowd. But speaking of uh, games, we've got two coming up uh, to uh, tonight in the uh, competition because we've got a, a preview of two games. And first of all, it's the Cowboys versus Titans. The first of two Friday night matches sees the uh, Gold Coast Titans with their tails between their legs after two disappointing defeats at the start of the season. They make the difficult trip to face the Cowboys in Townsville. It's going to be a tough ask for new coach Justin Holbrook after losses in the opening two rounds to the Raiders and Eels respectively. And even with the reduced season, things don't appear to be looking bright in the short to long term. To register their first win of the season, they will need two hudos hoodoos to smash. Firstly, they haven't beaten the Cows, Cowboys since 2014, nor have they won in Townsville since round one, 2012, when they won 18-0. Jeepers, that's eight years ago. On the flip side, the Cowboys will be playing at their new North Queensland Stadium for just the second time, and will be hoping for a much better result after the Brisbane Broncos wrecked the venue's inauguration by handing them a 28-21 defeat that was earlier in the season. The Cowboys' other out outing saw them stay ahead of the Bulldogs as they won 24-16 in their first ever NRL match, and that was the first game without crowds in attendance. It was masterminded by the dominant Jason Taumalolo, probably one of the best players in the world. So history favours the Cowboys, who have won their past nine matches against the Titans, dating back to 2014. And based on that alone, I'm picking the Cowboys by 12 and over. What am I thinking? I'll probably get that wrong. Kickoff is 8pm this evening in New Zealand time. And in the second game this evening, it's the Roosters versus the Rabbitohs. Without doubt, this is the match of the round. It will see Latrell Mitchell face up against his old side for the first time after he left Bondi Junction in acrimonious circumstances at the end of last season, eventually crossing over to the Rabbitohs to link up with veteran coach Wayne Bennett. There was a lot of publicity about that, a lot of bad blood. Another boost for the Bunnies will be the return of centre James Roberts after he entered rehab earlier this month, but they will be without Cody Walker due to a two-match suspension imposed by the NRL. The Roosters, meanwhile, have fared far worse when it comes to season start, having been run down by from behind by the Penrith Panthers, compliments of a daily Cherry Evans field goal in a 9-8 loss to the Seagulls at Leichhardt Oval earlier in the season. That has left them at zero wins and two losses and facing a huge mountain to climb if they are to become the first triple premier since Parramatta in the 
through 83 seasons. After being rested from the opening two rounds, Captain Boyd Cordner is now a chance to play every match for the rest of the season before he leads New South Wales into battle in the State of Origin arena at the end of the season. His return could be exactly what the Chooks need as they look to blatantly kickstart their season and a bid for third straight premiership. My prediction, though, is Souths by eight points. And once again, this these games, this game kicks off at 9.55 p.m. New Zealand in time. Note, that's PM, not AM. And that's uh, league news for today. Have a great day, everybody. We're on the cusp of the weekend. Back to you, Paul. Yes, it is. And we're on the cusp of the weekend, you're right. And it's Queen's birthday weekend here in New Zealand, so don't forget, it's a long weekend as well. So do enjoy the weekend, folks. Um, and uh, thank you very much, Stephen, for those updates. Moving on then. And uh, you know what? In our football update, I forgot to bring you up to speed with the Belarusian League. So um, this evening, overnight, we will have Torpedo um, versus Smolovich. Uh, Torpedo in third place and Smolovich down in 15th. So you're going to say a home win there. And Gorodea versus Neyman Gordon um, as well. That will um, be a, uh, a good game. Both of those in, well, in 12th and 13th place. So, yeah, uh, a big... Uh, Good, uh, important game for both of those um, teams. Moving on then um, into basketball news and um, veteran tall black Jared Kenny has put his name into the NBL draft. Um, he uh, at 34, uh, he says, look, he, and he wants all the opportunities to play um, that he can. So even though um, his Hawks Bayside have decided not to not to take part in the NBL this season. He has put his name forward. So he says it's going to be a bit strange playing in different colours um, and, and not in the black and orange of uh, of Hawks Bay. Uh, but uh, yeah, he's uh, looking forward to how this season goes ahead. Don't forget, we've got that um, draft coming up. So really looking forward to... Uh, uh, and, and I'm also in the draft along with Jared Kenny. So you never know. Um, I might be playing alongside him. Extremely unlikely, let's be honest. But hey, uh, there are th over 350 people, um, Kiwi hopefuls now, have decided to put their name forward. In the America's Cup, um, and look, it is a small field, uh, but normally um, the challenger uh, acts as the spokesperson for all of the um, challenging teams or the challenger of name. This year, it appears that Luna Rosa uh, is not really, or this this time, is not really taking on that role um, because they are happy testing in Italy and said that they're going to arrive late in to New Zealand. Whereas you've got um, the American Magic and, and Ineos Team UK, both wanting to get to New Zealand um, and wanting to uh, start training and and try and testing here. This splintering clearly is not. Uh, good for one of these for, for, for this kind of event what we would like to see is competing on the water and collaborating off the water to make it as big a uh, to this as, as, as big an event as possible so uh, a bit of uh, that this unity really um or lack of unity should i say rather than disunity uh, is, uh, is, is is troubling um and let's uh, hope that um we can get uh, get them to be well they, they can sort themselves out uh, and uh, work together really um, for the better of the sport. Um, over in the USA and uh, boxing and NBA will are, are to return to Las Vegas 
Um, the uh, first boxing event is expected to be on the 9th of June, um, a top rank promotion. Uh, so that's um, in a couple of Tuesdays at time. Uh, but before that, the MMA um, will be kicking off this Saturday um, with uh, an event headlined by Tyron Woodley and Gilbert Burns fighting in the welterweight um, division. So uh, the, there has been a ban on combat sports since the 14th of March, but that has now been lifted. Um, and we'll see, um, and we'll see uh, the UFC return to Vegas this Saturday. Um, over um, in Europe, uh, and the Dutch Grand Prix um, has now been uh, cancelled. It had previously been postponed, but it's now been cancelled. Uh, it was to be the first time uh, that the F1 has been in Holland since nineteen since nineteen eighty five. Um, uh, and they decided that actually they want it to be a celebration when it does return, and hence they're going to wait till next year uh, when they can have crowds there um, for the return there. Um, Formula One is still looking at starting in Austria with two races before returning to Silverstone for two races. That's going to be dependent on quarantine rules in the United Kingdom. The rest of the calendar still has not been announced, but they're looking at uh, races in Spain, Hungary, France, and Italy. Um, and also potentially in Hockenheim in Germany, which was not originally on the schedule. So Formula One is still working through their uh, their season and how it's going to look. You have now started the day the best way up to date with all of the important sports news. Do join us again at 7am tomorrow morning for the morning sports briefing. Um, and we have a cracking long talk at 2pm today with Scott Guyton, who is the general manager of the Black Spoke Pro Academy cycling team. Um, so one I really enjoyed as a cycling fan. Uh, so do um, tune in at 2pm for the long talk. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 